Open up your Bibles to Isaiah 53. I just, uh, a lot of you are going to be really mad at me when I announce what I'm about to tell you. <sighs> Sorry in advance. Apologize. Sorry. But I just got done leading a parent seminar meeting like just now. <laughs> Some of your parents were there. Over social media and technology. Sorry. <laughs> you just got grounded. Like all of you. So, God bless you. I just told them about Snapchat and why are you laughing? I just told them about Instagram and how if they don't have your password, they need to go ahead and get it. And if you don't give it to them, Break their phone in front of their face. I literally did say that. I didn't mean that, but that's what came out. So maybe that's, that's the Lord. So if you're like, my parent wasn't there, like, oh yeah, <laughs> didn't get me. They're going to get it. Your parents are going to get my message. And why did I do that? I did it because I love you guys. I did it because I really, really, really don't like the enemy. And there are people in this world that want to do really, really bad things to teenagers. And I want to do everything I can to protect them from social media and from people out there who are just not good. And so if you'd ever like to hear that talk, I can definitely do that at another time. But um, right now is not the time for that. And so I will say this. And I'll end with the whole part about technology is that if you are on social media and you're talking to someone that you don't know who they are, I would go ahead and block them from your life. If you have your cell phone number on a social media site or you ever post it, I will call you stupid and I tell you to take that off your social media site. That's not smart. There are people out there that will look up that number and do not good things with it. There are people that are taking pictures that you're sending out to other people because your boyfriend or girlfriend asked for those pictures and they're doing things with those pictures that really aren't good and come back and harm you and make it impossible for you to ever get a job in your entire life. When you're sending those pictures and doing those things, you're actually, actually endangering yourself from being put in jail for the rest of your life. So please stop. If you have a million followers and you're 12, you're weird. You don't know a million people. Those million people that think that they know you, some of those people are 60-year-old creepers that continue to look at your stuff and are selling your pictures. So you're so cool, you have that many people following you. Michael, how'd you get this many followers? I'm old. I've lived in four different states, and I know more people than you. Who cares? You think I really care? I don't care. You care. Why? Don't know. Stop caring so much about how many people like your crap and worry about how many people are going to hell and tell people about Jesus. All right, let's get started. All right. I don't know why that was funny. Like That, that was not funny, Brett, but that's where we're at. Isaiah 53. 
Isaiah 53 is where we're going to hang out tonight. Man, last week was incredible. Fall Riot was outstanding. I want to thank you guys for being a part of that. Man, we had, we had 1,500 people in this room. Uh, we saw 90-something salvations, and we baptized 28 teenagers. I mean, that is incredible. That is, it is so awesome. And it's nothing that we did as a staff. It's everything that you guys did as teenagers and made it happen. I know it was hard, especially for high schoolers, man, for you guys to get here and you got all this stuff going on. And, and just to look out and see the high school students, seriously, it, it was amazing. It, it, it really was awesome. Uh, junior high students, life is a lot easier for you right now, so keep on coming. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all rocked it. Y'all are incredible. Jump team, please don't cheer. I got to brag on some of you at the 930 hour in Bible study. I want to brag on all of you right now, and I just want to say thank you. Not thank you for dancing, thank you for worshiping. Thank you for coming together on Mondays and having time with the Lord and with each other. Thank you for trusting Michael Tadlock to lead you guys. I look over here because that's where most of you are, but I know there's some over here, but whatever. Man, I, I, I seriously, jump team, thank you guys. You guys are an awesome example of how to lead worship as a teenager. Giggle team, you do the same thing, but jump team was up on stage last week, so I, can, I get to thank them in front of everybody. So thank you guys. It really was a great night. Tonight, we start a series called Scars. We did this series, uh, I think, four and a half years ago. And so uh, we're, we're kind of bringing it back. Here's what's going to happen is next week, you're going to watch a video of one of our staff members, and they're going to tell their life and tell kind of the junk that they went through in their life. And then they're going to come back at the end and tell how Jesus brought them out of that pain. And so it's, gonna, it's kind of a video series. It's going to be incredible. And so we're going to end the year with this series on scars. So the next five weeks is all on scars. You don't want to miss a week and come and watch uh, your, your favorite staff members, whoever they may be, up here telling how God has changed their life. Isaiah 53. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. Verse 5. He was pierced for our transgressions. Let me just say this. Jesus didn't die because of anything that he did. It's because of what we have done. If you're ADD right now and you're zoned out and you're like, man, why is he sweating so much? Just zone back in. I'm sweating because I'm overweight, okay? And it's hot up here, all right? <laughs> he didn't die because of anything that he did. He died because what we have done. He didn't die because what we did, anything he did. He died because what we have done. That's good. That'll preach. Amen? Thank you, five over there. I appreciate you being here tonight. Amen? Amen. All right. That was a little, little strong. Next time, just kind of softer. This verse in Isaiah is a prophetic verse, meaning this verse happened 700 years. This verse right here was said to happen 700 years before Jesus Christ died on the cross. This verse, written by Isaiah, 700 years before it happened. That's called prophecy. When people say they don't believe in the Bible, say, well, what do you say about prophecy? What do you say about Isaiah talking about Jesus dying on the cross and he never met the guy? Isaiah says, he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed. Talking about Jesus on the cross and him rising again. That's prophecy. 700 years before it happened. These words right here are some of the most gruesome, disgusting words in the entire Old Testament. 
Old Testament, meaning before the New Testament, Matthew and on. Um, what's the first book of the Bible? Thank you. Genesis. All right. The last one is of the Old Testament. Malachi. Very good. That's the Old Testament. These verses, some of the most gruesome ever in the entire Old Testament. So let's break down what these words mean. Pierced. He was pierced. It was referring to the nails in his wrists and the feet that we deserve. His nails in his wrists. And that really happened. Like a lot of times, like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. It didn't really. No, that really happened. And if you're in high school Bible study this past week, man, it was good. We're talking about paranormal and high school Bible study for the next three or four weeks. Don't miss it. But, man, we talked about what do you see Jesus as? Do you see him as a little baby or do you see him as a savior? Because the savior, the savior of the world, he had nails through his wrists and through his feet. Pierced. For our transgressions. What's a transgression? Breaking the law. Anytime you break the law, say, I'm sorry for my transgression, sir. That's what you say to the cop. And they'll be like, what? Here's your ticket, moron. Breaking the law. Punishment had to happen, and he was pierced for it. Crushed. He was crushed, it says. Equals under, that means under the weight of burden. What was, he, what was the burden of Christ on the cross? Crushed. The burden of that was our sin. He was crushed by our sin. This is heavy right here, okay? 500 pounds, all right? I'm that strong, okay? One hand, even left-handed, what's up, okay? This is heavy. He was crushed by the weight of our sin. Iniquity. Crushed for our iniquity. Our iniquity is immorality. Being immoral. He was crushed for us. Our sin. You know, and everybody there that was watching actually thought that he was being on the cross because of his sin. When the entire time he's on the cross, it's because of our sin. The wounds, says, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Wounds. That's a weird word. And you say it four times. Wounds. Why'd you just say it? It's my, it's my day, all right? Wounds. The punishment brought peace and healing. The only way that we can make things right with the law is to be punished and pay the fine. The only way that we can ever do anything whenever we do break the law is to pay a fine or be punished, be put in jail. I've had parents call me, Michael, blah, blah, shoplifted at Katie Mills. They're in jail right now. What do I do? Keep them there. What? Yeah. Good for them. And I'll go visit. <laughs> A little prison ministry. <laughs> By yours truly. When we break the law and we mess up, we got to pay for it. When Ryan Herzog speeds down the I-10 at Mach 40, and his Mini Cooper, it's weird. I don't know why he drives a Mini Cooper, but whatever. Weird deal. And he gets pulled over, he has to pay a fine. If he doesn't, he's put in jail. He calls me from jail. <laughs> I ain't visiting him. But we got to pay for the things that we do wrong. 
And because he was wounded, check this out, because he was wounded, he has scars. And every single one of us have scars. Every one of us, somewhere in our life, we have said something that has happened and we have a scar. Maybe it's just a physical scar because you fell off your bicycle when you were going to the gas station to get some chocolate milk. Okay, it happened to me when I was a kid. All right. Because I loved and love still. Oh, so good. Borden chocolate milk is awesome. There you go. Free advertising. It is so good. All right. I drink it a lot. Obviously, look at me. And so, but we all have scars. We all have, have things that have happened physically in our life. But what about the other things in our life? The, 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 the things that people have said to us have created scars. Some of our scars, though, are still open. I would call that a wound still. You're still hurting. You're still dealing with that. Maybe it's a loss of a parent. I don't know what that is for you, but man, we have scars. For the next few weeks, you're going to hear about scars that have healed and what Jesus has done in those people's lives. You know, I told this story a while ago, and, and I don't know if, if you'll remember it or not. I'm just going to tell it again. I seriously, <laughs> I seriously used to love riding horses. I actually worked at a ranch uh, I, I know, I don't look like the cowboy at all. I look more like, I don't know. But um, I, I, I used to love riding horses. And uh, I worked as a camp counselor. At, and I was, a, I was like a wrangler, okay? It was awesome. I loved it for real. And I used to take horses and just, just take little, little trail rides. And I, I led the trail rides, all right? Hello. I was 14 years old. And I led the, it was a Christian camp. And all the horses' names were, uh, were, were books of the Bible, okay? Some of y'all may remember it now because I just said that. But all the horses named like Deuteronomy, okay? We called them Duke, all right? Leviticus, we called them Levi. Um, I don't remember the other one. Genesis, it was Genesis. So, I mean, literally, all the horses had different Bible names, and man, they were, they were awesome. So one time, I was, uh, I, and how many of y'all, you know about horses? Like, like no, don't, hold on, I don't want to look. Hold on. Like, not like, yeah, I know, like I've ridden a horse or like I've, I've done the carousel thing at Katie Mills. No, like, like you know horses, like, like, like you get it. Okay, great. That's a lot of you Wrangler folk. Awesome. Howdy. Welcome. Glad you're here. You can put your hands down. Great. Um, so you know that when a horse is hungry and it sees the barn and you haven't fed the horse, Here's what happens. I'm leading a group of probably 12 tiny children, okay? And we're just going slow, all right? Me and Dude, all right? Deuteronomy, if you will. And we're riding, and they're going. And you know, like, the kids are like, ew, that horse tooted, you know? <laughs> or, oh, my horse is pooping. And they're like, oh, no, what do I do? Like, stand up so it's easy for the horse. All right, anyways, so that's <laughs> what you do, all right? And so we're, we're, we're going and we're, we had just gone out a little bit, and we, and we turn around, and we're coming back, all right? All of a sudden, Dute loses his mind. Actually, it was a girl, but whatever. Dute sounds like a guy name. Dute loses her mind. Dute, <laughs> Dute sees the barn and just goes. And I'm like, ah! I mean... I'm scared, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going, and then guess what happens? All the other books of the Bible are running. <laughs> Kids are flying off horses, dudes going, Genesis is flying past me, 
all right? You've got, you've got Matthew back there just like, duh, you know, just looking around. And, man, it was drama, okay? My horse just took off, and then all of a sudden gets to the, gets to the barn, just like, ah! I'm like, well, what in the world are you doing? And you, like, hit it, and it doesn't even feel it. Sorry if you're into don't abuse animals, but get over it. They have no souls. Uh, so, so I'm there, and I'm, I'm, I'm there, and we're in the barn, okay? We're in the barn, and we're just sitting there. And I got kid crying over here. And, <laughs> you know, I go on and on about that story. But it was craziness. It was chaos. Absolute chaos. Check out verse 6. We all like sheep. Anytime you see the word sheep in the Bible, that's not a positive. Okay? Sheep are dumb like duped. Okay? Sheep, like God, like Jesus calls us sheep. I find that a little offensive. All right? Why? Because sheep are like, hey, you got any grass? And they'll do whatever, they will, <laughs> you've heard me talk about this. There's stories of sheep just like, oh, you got some, there's a cliff. And they'll walk off the cliff to go get the grass. YouTube it later, all right, not now. They will do it. They are so stupid. Can I say that in church? I just did. Look at this, Isaiah. We all, comma, like sheep, comma, rude. He like paused like sheep. You know, like, <laughs> I, I get it. Have gone astray. We have all turned to our own way. Look at that. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Here's what he is saying. Simple. Because, man, some of us have gone astray and we're out doing our own thing. And Jesus has died on the cross for us. We've all gone out and done our own thing. And here's what happens. Here's what happens. Is when that happens, we take a weight. We take weight. And we're just carrying it around. When we are going astray, and we're doing our own thing, we just take this and we just walk around with it. We just walk around with it. Some of you are really good at hiding your wounds. And you're really, really, really good at hiding you going astray. But really truthfully, you know deep down inside that you just have this weight. Different things like being lost, confused, anxious, sad, angry, hurt, fake. I could go on and on. I'll say it again. Maybe you're hanging out here, you're lost, you're confused, you're anxious, you're sad, you're hurt, you're fake. And you feel like right now, I mean, you just have all this weight and you don't know what to do with it. You have no idea what to do. It's just really uncomfortable, like seriously, for real, uncomfortable. And it's heavy. And look what it says again up here. In verse 5. He was crushed for our iniquities our iniquities the weight 
the junk that we're carrying around and the punishment that brought us peace. Do you hear that? The punishment that brought us peace. The punishment, him on the cross. Actually, that beating and all of that brought us peace. It brings us peace. And by his wounds, we're healed. one thing in heaven that's made by man there's only one thing in heaven I love this and this is the scars in Jesus wrists some will say the scars in his hands that's the only thing in heaven that's man made and right now Jesus for some of you in this room Christian and non-Christian he is got his hands out right now with those scars and he's saying hey will you just give me that weight because I know it's hard and I know it's killing you inside literally and I know you're trying to carry it and do so much with it and you're trying to make it and try to be creative in how you're going to carry it like when you walk into church you're carrying it over here when you go to school you've got it right here and you're trying to do all these things but all it's doing all it's doing is just, is just getting you down. All it's doing is making your life really hard. And Jesus is saying, hey, 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 seriously, please give me that. I died on the cross so that you wouldn't have to carry that. I was crushed by it. And so can you give it to me? And he's got his hands out with his scars saying, hey, we just give it to me. And tonight, tonight, give it to him. Don't walk out of here and be like, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm good. I'm good with something, Michael, how you doing? I'm good. Yep, all right, I'll see you next week. Or maybe you're like, hey, let me go back and stop carrying the weight and give it to him. Because when you give it to him, they're literally no joke. It's freeing, it's peaceful, until, what do we do sometimes? Yeah, we want to go and pick that back up, and we carry it around, really, truly give it to him, give it to him, he's just like this, and give it to him tonight. For some of you in this room, your weight is your life because you don't know Jesus Christ. You don't have a personal relation with, relationship with him, and he wants to take your life. He wants it. And when you do that, if you've never given Christ your life before, as a lot of people in this room can tell you, it is freeing and it is awesome to know that there's somebody that can take our junk and take our weight. And so tonight, I want to give you that opportunity, everybody in this room, to give your weight, to give your junk to Christ. And so right now, no one looking around.